0: Hello, AIMP Nashville PubCast listeners. I have to start this episode off with a big thank you. We are starting off our fifth season and we truly couldn't have done it without you. So keep on listening and checking back in with us. We truly appreciate it. In this episode, we get to know Jesse and Dennis McCoskey of Relative Music. And one of the things I really dig is we're gonna hear about their desire to create what they term a people company. Dennis, if you want to add to any of your bio before we get started, I'll let you kick it off and and tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, my wife and I, my wife is a musician. We
1: moved out to L.A. in 79 and um, I got lucky. The first song I ever wrote, uh, co-wrote was uh, Mirror Mirror for Dinah Ross. And then. uh, I started writing for movies and I wrote the title theme for this movie, Summer Lovers. And Maniac was the third song that I wrote. And um, I was, you know, I've been so fortunate with that and and got to write with, uh, you know, got to write with all my favorite, all my heroes and Boss Gags, Heart of Mine, and a bunch of other songs. And I've written for uh, original songs for about 26 movies, but I've been over 100. And uh, I really enjoy the whole spectrum of it and moving here. You know, it just taught me how to be a better songwriter because the best, some of the best songwriters in the world live right here. Um, it's always just about, you know, growth and and uh, challenging yourself. And then, like you said, I got the opportunity to work with Jesse and Jesse and I have uh, um, really been having fun with this uh, relative music group and, Um, And we'll get into that as we go on, but we also just started a new company called Relative Red Music Group um, that's also under the Sony uh, um, deal. And uh, that involves uh, Jesse, myself, and Michael Hardy as equal partners. I love it. Jesse, you wanna
0: fill us in on a little bit of, of your background?
1: Grew up around music
2: my father being the songwriter he is, I always let me hang around the studio at the house and always knew that I wanted to do something in music and played piano my whole life and wrote songs and didn't know exactly where I wanted to land, but just knew I wanted to be around music. And so while I was doing that, I worked uh, for various publishing companies. My dad started pitching songs, um, taking meetings, setting up rights, learning about the songwriting business
0: when did it become where you guys decided all right we need to do this together and we're gonna we're gonna make this a company and really go forward and start signing other writers what, what was the impetus of that
2: michael's first deal was coming up with my dad and uh his former partner in a publishing company and i think michael was coming to a point in his career where uh he wanted more individualized attention he just wanted uh, a different look than he had before and i was on the road with Bailey Bryan um, playing piano and doing things with her and just realized the opportunity and how talented Michael is and how much I believed in him. And that um, here's a point in my life where I'm going to take a loan out. I'm going to do half of it with my dad if he'll let me and I'm gonna work full time on this guy. All in every day. He's my only focus. See what happens. And that's where that's what happened. And it was be- <laughs> probably the best, obviously the best decision I made business wise in my life. So
0: as they say, that's not a bad uh, investment on on any level. And, and you know, a lot of industry people know, but sharing uh, as much as y'all feel comfy on this, what I also appreciate, not just that there's family, but to speak to to Hardy, what a loyal guy. Because I know at the time his deal, his first deal came up, he was possibly one of the hottest writers in town and everybody and their mother came after him. And I could not be more... Uh, I guess proud's a word because I love loyalty, but it just is so cool to see that he continued to work with you guys and put his belief in what you guys are doing together. And and that, my friends, doesn't happen all the time. That's very unique. So a little shout out to Hardy for his loyalty on that one.
1: We do not take that for granted. No, I can speak to that so tenfold. Um, Hardy has been the most loyal and he's been the, the easiest person and the most professional person that I've ever worked with in my career. And I know Jesse feels the same way. And his, he could have had any deal anywhere that he wanted. Um, and uh, he decided to stay with us. And uh, like Jesse said, we are so grateful and so aware of it. And, you know, that's one of the reasons we started the new company. And that's why we're building something together.
0: As this has kind of taken off somewhat quickly with, uh, you know, obviously we've talked enough about Hardy, We'll we'll bring in some of your other guys, but he launched this thing and he has just had an amazing run and and will continue to. He's only just beginning his artist career. That's going to be a whole nother level for him, as we all know how's this uh, affected the growth? I mean, it, there's so much that comes in. Is there any growing pains or what What are some of the challenges you guys have seen? And maybe you can touch on like having him as an artist now and not always writing. Has that affected his output or the ability to get outside cuts or how's that been going? He doesn't
2: have as many days as he used to have to write, but any day that he has available, he wants to write. He just loves it. Uh, it's not like he's um doing it just for his job he and he's not just writing for himself all the time either he's writing all different types of songs and it he's been getting uh, just as many outside cuts i feel like now with his artist career going on as he did before if not more it's more just a balance trying to find a balance to where he doesn't burn himself out by going too hard because he doesn't want to write that much and he doesn't want to let anybody down and that's the type of guy that he is and taking, making the most of the opportunities, just realizing the position that he's in and putting him in the best room that I can every single time. And sometimes that means moving something last minute or doing something uncomfortable. But, and that happens a lot more often now, but you never know how long these windows are going to last for, or these opportunities are going to be there. So
1: and and it is crazy. Four years ago, he uh, you know, we would do whatever we needed to do to get Michael to where he needed to be. So if we made the need to make a constellation for um to get him on the tree, uh get him on the FGL bus, we did. Now he's got his own bus and he's got writers writing with him. So, you know, we keep doing what we think is right for our writers.
0: Yeah, it's a game of thrones. You know, we're all kind of uh given give and take here at the beginning especially at the beginning of a, a man uh, a writer's career that you have to make some adjustments as it goes i like that you were use the word uncomfortable jesse that's uh we do have to make some uncomfortable phone calls <laughs> at times and and i'm sure parties uh because I know him that he's a that guy that's so nice he tells everybody when they catch him because you know what what writer or artist is going to tell another writer when they're talking to him they don't want to write with them none so that gets falls on your shoulders you're probably getting all the phone calls. well I talked to Michael and every he said he wanted to write <laughs> nothing like being the bad guy right and, um, right
2: and most of the time he really does want to too it's just there's always so many days
0: how do you manage that as a whole with the, with the rest of your rosters too because there's a challenge as a publisher of of that balancing act i call it the the uh, crisis management side of like gently not upsetting people making sure he's in the people he needs to be with but uh, uh, creating new opportunities um uh how do you how do you manage that uh do you have any secrets that's what i'm asking so i can steal them (laughs) (laughs) i take it you know one at a
2: time i everything's differently i don't have any magic formula or anything i try to be as real as i can about it it is what it is i think that most of the other publishers know what's going on too even if they don't say it right away like they they know and yeah, as as positively as possible every time, and one at a time.
0: Yeah, is he, do you have a? Uh, I know the answer to this, I think, but do you have a process you use when you're particularly, let's say, a new writer or artist? Is there one you weigh when you're going to drop somebody like that in? Do, you, do what's your gut on those kind of those kind of calls? Because again, as you mentioned. If you wanna stay ahead of the curve, you gotta find the new stuff too. What's the what's your process for for bringing those kind of things into Michael, especially as, as he is a partner now and he's signing things. And how often is he going to be involved with his own writers? Cause I find the secret to those successes is finding a writer. Well, Dennis knows this as a writer and a publisher of not only signing them, but bringing them into your rights, creating those opportunities for them. Um, and what does that look like and, and how's he approaching that right now?
2: He's taking a lot of ownership and all of that. Uh, for new artists, he is always, he's a very aware that he doesn't want to just get locked in the same group of people not, and miss out on somebody new that's great. So if someone's new comes along, um, I'll send it to him and he'll listen right away. And if he digs it, he'll, he'll try somebody new if he really likes it out of nowhere. And um, for the other writers with him, like we were very conscious of signing people, like Zach and Nick both write with Hardy a lot before we signed them. And he loved writing with them anyway. So fitting them into his writing schedules and getting them more opportunities because of the Hardy writes is natural and he would have wanted to anyway. And uh, it's definitely a part of it and figuring out the right combinations
0: as you guys uh, continue to grow i mean i think you have the opportunity to become another smack publishing for those of you that out there that don't know shane McAnally's publishing company which is right now is one of the leading industry publishing companies and i think you guys have the potential for that with the strength and, and, uh, the writers you're signing. And again, having that, when you can anchor a publishing company with your Sears and Roebuck, your Hardy, and then bring in your Zacks, your Knicks, uh, and you, you know, have your artists in development like Bailey. Uh, it really is a good recipe for success. Was. So how, was a lot of that intentional or, uh, you know, or how are you looking at it as as a team um, on how you continue that growth process?
1: You know, as we spoke uh, before, it's got to be a natural process. So we are looking to sign other writers and we are looking to grow. And probably next year um, we will, you know, most likely hire someone um, and that's got to, we wanna hire, of course, the right people and sign the right people. So we're taking it from a talent and work ethic perspective. That might sound oblique, but but, uh, really we're judging it on on people. We're building a people company and not just a publishing company. We don't care about having 10 writers. Um, We just care about having writers. Listen, being a writer, and I know Jesse feels the same way, I would feel guilty if we couldn't help them down the road. I don't want to sign somebody just to see what could happen. You know, I want to sign somebody that we we want to sign somebody that we really believe in and that we really see an avenue for them to get to the next level.
0: I love that people company. That's my I don't think I've heard it phrased like that. I I, I really like uh, the way that looks. So being a father and the son, has there been uh, some challenges uh, in when you're talking company dynamic? Any good, any good arguments or, or uh, Thanksgiving dinner? You know, <laughs> uh, mashed potatoes flying across the table yet? Are you guys kind of in good syncopation at the moment. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> of course,
2: there's been some of the man. It, we are in a great spot now. I think that uh, the transition for any parent to see their kid as something other than their kid when they get mad or just emotional about anything it kind of I think it reverts back 20 years automatically most of the time you know so there's that stuff but I think we're in a great place now and I would not have it any other way it's such not only I'm so lucky to have this part this, this part of a relationship with my dad that I didn't have before at this point in my life together, working on something and being successful, obviously, is amazing um, and helps it all, too. So you know, any kind of fight, like at the end of the day, we could be like, hey, man, like stuff's pretty good. I don't think that we should really be fighting right now. Why don't we just yeah
1: take five minutes and I think we'll agree on it. <laughs> well, in the, in the in the beginning, it was a little hard because I'm more of a control freak. And, and uh, you know, I want hands on everything. And then I realized that, you know, in order for this to work, I'm going to have to let Jesse do what he does. And I'm, I'm just, you know, as a dad, I can just speak to how proud I am of him.
0: The AIMP Nashville Pubcast is hosted by yours truly, Tim Hunzi, executive producer, Travis Myatt, producer, Brandon Harrington. Mixing and editing by Casey Porter, and this has been a Dime Collective production.